Did you know that each episode of the Digitally Irresistible podcast is recorded on video? You can access the video by clicking the episode notes on your podcast player. Scroll to the bottom of the notes and click on the video link. Or just visit the iCore YouTube channel. You're listening to the Digitally Irresistible podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people. Brought to you by iCore. Each episode features someone who sheds a little more light on the ins and outs of delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. And now, here's today's guest. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast. I'm your host, Bernie Borges. Today's guest is Jeannie Walters. Welcome, Jeannie. Thank you so much, Bernie. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm so glad to have you here today, Jeannie. You know, Jeannie, for more than 20 years, you have been dedicated to creating meaningful moments and real results. As the founder and chief experience officer, I love that title, <laughs> of experience investigators, you've helped organizations from small business to Fortune 500s to create fewer ruined days for customers. I love that tagline, Jeannie. You've even trademarked it. That is so brilliant. Thank you. You are also a TEDx speaker, and you're the a founding member of CXPA, and you are a fellow podcaster. You're the co-host of the top-rated Crack the Customer Code podcast, as well as a four-time LinkedIn learning instructor whose courses have been watched by more than 200,000 online learners. Very impressive. I'm so excited to have you here, Jeannie. On this episode... I'm going to ask you to unpack the three pillars of good CX, mm -hmm. and I'm going to ask you to do that in less than 20 minutes. <laughs> so I know you're up for it. Let's begin first with a little bit of your backstory, Jeannie. Tell us your backstory. How did you get to where you are today? Well, sure. Like, like most of us, I did not go to kindergarten and say I wanted to be a customer experience professional. So I took a crooked path through some fundraising, consulting and marketing. And it was when I was at the marketing firm that I realized that a lot of organizations thought about legal and product and marketing and sales, and nobody was really there advocating for the customer. And so that changed everything. And that was about 20 years ago when we decided my partner, who was my brother at the time, um, he's still my brother. <laughs> he was my partner <laughs> at the time. Uh, but we uh, we decided that we wanted to focus on customer experience and ran that firm until um, 2009 when I started this company, Experience Investigators. Fantastic. Again, I, I, I love the name. I, I love your tagline, to create fewer ruined days for customers. Again, as I mentioned, you've even trademarked it. Mm -hmm. And, and I know you've put a lot of thought into and have discussed these three pillars many times before, the three pillars of CX. And Jeannie, you framed them up as pillar number one, mindset, number two, strategy, and number three, discipline. Mm -hmm. So let's get into it. Why don't you unpack these three pillars? Put your contact center in the cloud with iCore. We help brands reimagine their customer journey by deploying digital technology that provides personalization and automation where it matters most. Building a scalable customer experience that streamlines every customer touchpoint into a single platform. Smile with iCore. Learn more at iCore.com. 
Sure. Yeah. This is something that I think we need to talk about more in customer experience because what tends to happen is people kind of relegate customer experience into, well, that's nice. It's nice to be nice to customers or they think it's common sense or we focus solely on measuring feedback. So sometimes you ask different business leaders, what is your you know, customer experience management, what are you doing inside the organization? And they say, oh, we are tracking customer satisfaction, right? We are sending out those surveys, but that's not actually doing anything for customer experience. So when we really unpack what that means inside an organization, what happens is we have customer experiences, whether we are intentional or not. So whether or not you ever think about it, you are delivering a customer experience. And so these three pillars are really designed to think about customer experience management. What are we doing inside the organization to be proactive instead of reactive about customer experience? And so the mindset is really, how do we build a culture? How do we make sure that everybody in our organization is focused on this in the right ways and understands that this isn't something you bolt on. This isn't something extra. This is how we do business. I really believe in something called a customer experience mission statement because that's how, that helps everybody align to where they're really going. What is the North Star? How do we show up for our customers no matter what? So really getting that mindset right. And then we need to translate that into a business strategy. Let me just, Custom- if I may remark sure, on please. that, because I, I, I love that. I think, you know, mindset is is a foundational pillar in so many different things mm-hmm. that we might say there's three or four or five pillars on whatever the discipline is. I love the fact that you tie it to culture because the the two are 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 mutually integrated with each other. Mm-hmm. Would you would you agree with that? Completely. You can't do anything without culture, right? Exactly. Okay, go ahead. So you wanted to dive into now strategy. Mhm. Yeah, so when we talk about strategy, One of the things that I am constantly kind of throwing my hands up about is, you know, when customer experience is done right, when you invest in it, it's a winning business strategy, no matter what, no matter what the marketplace looks like, no matter what changes in the world, if you invest in the customer experience in the right ways, you will get a return on that investment. But you have to think about it that way. Instead of just thinking about, you know, we're going like a lot of times what happens is leaders will come to me and say, well, we have a goal to design exceptional customer experiences. And I'll say, great, what does that look like? And they'll say, well, they're going to be exceptional. (laughs) And that's kind of as far as they've gotten. And so then in a year, they look back and go, well, I don't know if anything changed. We didn't really measure the right things. I guess customer experience doesn't really work. And this happens. And so when we talk about strategy, it's really, really important to define what success looks like not just for your customers, but also for your organization. And the way we do this, we actually break this down into something we call a a success statement where we think about what are the organizational goals? What do your leaders care about? And how can customer experience support those goals? And then how will we measure success around that? So instead of just, you know, that example of, we're just gonna collect feedback and do surveys, Well, that's great. But if you watch your customer satisfaction rate go up and down, that doesn't actually do anything for your bottom line unless you're actually connecting it to the bottom line. So you say, if we measure customer satisfaction, we're finding that more satisfied customers, happier customers are going to spend more with our organization. They're going to refer other customers, all of these things that support 
that bigger revenue goal for the organization that make our CFOs happy. You know, all of those people who otherwise can think of this as kind of soft. That's where strategy and strategic thinking really comes in for customer experience. And Jeannie, when you're having these conversations with executives on the the topic of strategy, Mm -hmm. how often do they answer the question in the affirmative? Have you walked in your customer's shoes? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they haven't. (laughs) I'll tell you that right now. And sometimes we think we have, but I also want to acknowledge that, you know, we can only we can only experience things as ourselves. And so we can apply best practices like customer journey mapping and service blueprinting and some of these other tools in our toolkit. But this is what makes it so challenging. We think we understand it because we've all been customers in our own lives. We think we understand what's happening because our process maps are really good and they show us that things are working on the inside. So why wouldn't they be working for the customer? So we make all of these assumptions And that's why when we are really looking at how do we be proactive about delivering intentional, positive customer experiences, we have to tie that back to, okay, what does that really mean? And that's actually, this is a perfect segue, Bernie. Thank you. We, that's what leads into the discipline of this. We need to actually apply business discipline, just like any other thing. I mean, can you imagine if we said, you know what, we're going to get we're going to double our sales. And then we didn't do anything differently. Nobody would look at that and think that's a solid plan, but that tends to happen in customer experience. We have to apply discipline. I like, you know, building cross-functional leadership teams because this is a team sport. We can't do this on our own. You need charters. You need to have, you know, roles and responsibilities defined. You need to know how to prioritize because you're going to have a laundry list of things you want to do. But we have to make choices in business. We can't do it unless you're one of the few who has unlimited resources, unlimited money, unlimited people, unlimited time. Uh, But most of us have to make choices around that. And so all of that is the discipline of customer experience as well. So it's applying those those tools and those best practices. And Jeannie, when when you're working with companies on, on these three pillars, How often do you run into scenarios where you you have some conversation around, well, who's responsible for Mm. the customer experience? Isn't it really limited to those that are customer facing, the people in the back office, the salespeople, people in accounting, they're they're not involved. We don't need to get them involved. I mean, is that a part of the conversation? Absolutely. And that's that you just hit on why mindset is so important. I mean, we always start there because You know, I've had people come up to me after I speak within organizations. And one of my favorite examples was this woman came up and said, you know, I've never thought about myself as part of the customer experience. Well, guess what she did? She sent out the invoices. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, that is a regular customer touch point, right? That is something that is absolutely part of the customer experience. But if we kind of absolve ourselves from it, if we don't see ourselves as part of the customer journey, And we don't support one another as team members, too. If we don't acknowledge, you know what, by delivering for you inside the organization, that is part of delivering for the customer. I mean, we have all been enlightened with supply chains, right? Like what happens when there are supply chain disruptions? We all know that now. And that is absolutely part of the customer experience. But for years, they kind of treated it like supply chains over there and customer experiences over there. It's all connected. And that means that every single person in the organization 
has a contribution to make and has to really understand that their daily efforts, their activities have a direct impact on the customer experience. Yeah. And I would imagine if I was walking in your shoes, I would probably be reminding clients, people that you're talking to of your tagline to create fewer ruined days for customers, because Mm -hmm. there are so many people within an organization that can either directly or even indirectly create a ruined day or prevent that from happening. For example, the person that sends out invoices. Right. Right. And, you know, the reason that's our tagline is because somebody asked me when I was first starting my business, a friend of mine said, you know, why are you so, of all the things in the world, why are you so passionate about this? And what I realized was how many times do we run into something as customers that literally just chips away at our emotional well-being? We take that negativity out to the world. We carry that with us. We bring it home. We spread around all the things because of one bad interaction. And yep. usually that's because we're trying to achieve something that we just can't get to. We're, there are barriers and challenges. So if we can remove those barriers, that doesn't mean that somebody's going to walk around and go, wow, I actually accomplished the thing and praise our brand. But they're not going to carry that negativity into the world. And I think I really believe it makes a better world. And so all of us have to be accountable for that and to one another for that as well, just from like a human perspective as well. Yeah. So there's probably not a typical scenario, Jeannie, but to the extent that you can answer this question, you know, within the frame of, of reality, but what, what does it genuinely look like for an organization to embrace these three pillars, mm-hmm. put a CX strategy into, into place and to be able to manage and measure results? Yep. Yeah, you're right. There is no perfect fit here for everybody. But what I always say is you start with that mission. You get your mission and figure out how do you show up for your customers no matter what. And the reason that I I start there is because sometimes, again, we have to make trade-offs. Sometimes we can't be both the speediest and the most accurate. We have to we have to decide who are we and what promises are we making. And so getting clear on that and making sure you're getting that out into your culture. And then you want to put that success statement. You want to craft a strategy that is based on your organizational goals. What do you want to deliver for your organization so that you get that return on the investment? How do you want to build a CX team? What do you want to measure? And then you want to turn that into the discipline of working with other leaders, building coalitions to the point where then you change how you post jobs how you hire people, how you onboard them in your organization, as well as, okay, what does the delivery look like of that product? How can we make that better? So you want to start breaking down the customer journey to make sure that you're really understanding what are the goals that we're trying to achieve? What are the steps we're taking so that we can deliver on that? And then how do we measure it? And sometimes the measurement is a combination of both experiential, like customer feedback data, and operational data. You know, what are what are the behaviors we want? We want customers to renew. We want them to stay longer. We're going to measure those operational things as well and then go back and, you know, revise and revisit just like any other part of your business. You're going to modify some of those goals, but that mission will remain the same for a long time. And so that's why you start there, right. you build your goals, and then you deliver on them through that discipline and measurement. Yeah. I love how pragmatic 
these three pillars <laughs> are, starting with mindset. Mindset is so foundational. I mean, at iCore, for over 20 years, we've been delivering outsourced customer service. And training is a big part of that with any client care program. And part of that training, Jeannie, includes the client's culture. Yeah. You know, not just their products, not just the, the sort of the technical things, but who they are as a company, what do they stand for? And again, culture. Absolutely. So that is so foundational. And then you can build on that to, to develop and execute on the strategy with discipline, as you point out. So mm -hmm. I, I, I love this. This is, you must be having a lot of success with this program. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we, we really are here to empower business leaders. That's really how I see my role so that they can deliver fewer ruined days. Right. So we are really just part of this chain reaction of events that delivers better days for customers. And that part is really, really fulfilling for me. Yeah, that's great. Well, at the beginning of our conversation, Jeannie, I said that I was going to ask you to unpack these in under 20 minutes and in order to accomplish that goal, which I think we're, we're, we're going to do that. Um, I do want to just ask you before we get to my final fun question, and that is, where would you like to send people to get to learn more about you and everything you've got going on? Sure. Yeah, you can find a whole bunch of resources at experienceinvestigators.com, including our year of CX resources, workbooks, things like that. And then we also, you know, have the podcast with my co-host, Adam Taborik. That's at crackthecustomercode.com too. Fantastic. Well, if you're listening on audio only, that'll be in the show notes. If you're watching on video, that's right below, just uh, scrolling by. So have a look at that. Now, Jeannie, I'm going to get to my final question. We have a tradition here on the Digitally Irresistible podcast. We always like to ask our, our guest, when you're not working, what do you like to do for fun? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I have two teenage sons and I love watching them do what they love. So I really love going to the choir concerts and the soccer games and all of that. And our oldest is heading off to college in the fall. And so I'm really, you know, grateful for my time together with them right now. Fantastic. I can appreciate that. Mine are out of the house, but I remember those days not that mm -hmm. long ago. So that's great. Thank you for sharing that. Jeannie, I just want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to, to join me on this episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, these three pillars of good CX. Again, very uh, practical, pragmatic, uh, and I'm sure you're having a lot of success with them, and I'm sure a lot of organizations are, are embracing it and delivering better CX as a result of it. So thank you, Jeannie. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Digitally Irresistible Podcast, where we cover the optimization of digital technologies and irresistible people, delivering a great employee and customer experience that has a measurable impact on the business. Brought to you by iCore. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss future episodes.